0: good evening and welcome. Or as David Frost used to say, hello, good evening and welcome. Um, don't know where that came from. Uh, Today's episode covers what I would argue is probably the best of the lesser-known tracks on the debut album, Fooled Again, I Don't Like It. As a quick aside, I would posted the first five scores um, from the album on the Tom Petty Nation Facebook group and took a few hits over my perceived low ratings of a couple of the tracks, notably "Rocking Around With You and Anything That's Rock and Roll. This was a lesson in communications, really, as without listening to the podcast episodes and getting a sense of where I'm coming from, I realized that the the ratings, inverted commas, could definitely be misinterpreted, especially by hardcore petty heads. I certainly didn't take any offense at the direct feedback I received, as I'm a huge fan, and I realized that without context, it would be easy to see how some people thought that maybe I was a casual listener just spouting off. But nothing could be further from the truth, I hope. Um, as with all rating systems, they tend to be entirely subjective, But I've tried to be really honest with my assessments and my my ratings for what they're worth. Um, If you rate every song a 10, then it becomes a bit meaningless, really. And Tom Petty is one of the greatest songwriters of all time. And to fail to recognize that he grew as an artist and was not yet fully formed on this oftentimes chaotic debut album would be to do him a disservice, I think. Anyway, I digress. As always, there's a link in the episode notes so that you can go listen to Fooled again before you listen to this episode. So go do that now and we can reconvene and discuss this gem of a track. Thematically, Fooled Again actually follows on quite nicely from Stranged in the Night. We open with guitar and drums, with a quite foreboding feel to the song. You definitely get the sense that the young punk in the leather jacket on the album cover isn't messing around on this one. To break from tradition, I'm not going to dig right into the rhythm section immediately, as I usually do. I guess you can take the boy away from the drum kit. Anyway, the vocals on this song really presage a lot of the work that Tom would go on to do on Damn the Torpedoes, Hard Promises, and even out to some of the later work on Mojo and Hypnotic Eye. It's a vocal quality that dares you to doubt the singer's sincerity. It's raw, it's hard-edged, and it's direct. And when he hits those, I don't like it, in the choruses, it's absolutely electric. Petty's usually referred to in lists of great songwriters and artists who had impeccable integrity, but I don't think he's often talked about in terms of the top shelf of rock vocalists. And sure, he's not a vocal shredder like Plant and didn't have the range of David Coverdale, maybe wasn't as soulful at all the time as Hendrix, but on songs like Fooled Again he brought out the absolute fury of rock and roll that would elevate songs like I Need to Know and Refugee and Rebels to stadium rock heights that few have bettered. But Fooled Again is Petty's first foray into snarling his way through that sort of aggrieved or wronged party that he could leverage so well when needed. Flash forward to 2010's Mojo, and you have the same kind of disdain for his subject on I Should Have Known It. One of the things he does on this song that I hear throughout his career, and we'll talk a little bit about it specifically when we cover Walls Number 3 from the She's The One album, is how he can bend certain syllables to wring every last drop of emotion out of them. Listen to the way he sings again, the second time through on the build-up out of the first verse. He gets more out of two syllables than most singers could get out of an entire verse. You believe that this is a heart that is, ironically, broken to pieces. This song also contains one of, if not the best lyric on the whole album. If you take American Girl and put it to one side, I guess. That second verse is just stunning, and the third and fourth lines are the work of a master craftsman. If two is one, I might as well be three. It's good to see you think so much of me. That's classic, classic petty wordsmithing. The odd man out, the third wheel. The bridesmaid and never the bride. We have that acceptance of being screwed over, then the absolutely cold response to it. It's good to see you think so much of me. Acerbic sarcasm in the face of rejection. Just brilliant. The second verse is repeated as the third verse in a songwriting trick as old as time. But man, when you have a lyric that strong, you can absolutely hang your hat on it. Vocally and lyrically, this is a song way ahead of most of the rest of the album. Only in places does any other song hit the constant high that this song reaches. I'd said in episode 4 that The Wild One might be my favourite vocal performance on the album, but I'm going to have to contradict myself early in the podcast and say that this one definitely surpasses it for me. Okay, let's talk about Benmont Tench. I regard Benmont as one of the most overlooked band members of any rock band that's ever been. Again, he's not a shredder, he's not going to Harry Connick a Lydian-scale solo in 9-8 time, but what he's always going to give you is the absolute perfect keyboard part to any song. He's understated to a degree that can leave him overlooked, but his strength as a musician is appreciating the space in a song, and it's never more apparent than on this track. There are two keyboard parts in the song, including a steady piano groove that really guides the progression of the melody more so than the guitar does, And in the lead into the chorus, we also get an incredibly simple but essential synth pad playing up high, adding a lot of sort of ambience and texture. That atmospheric touch really crescendos the song from a tale of woe into a testament of defiance. These are all things you did, and this is how I feel. That synth underlines the latter sentiment beautifully. The rhythm section on this one sees probably the least restrained and most inventive Ron Blair track of any song on the album. Ron walks all over that stuttering kick snare pattern and adds a ton of width to that bottom end so that, again, you really get that sense of unease coming through the verses and building into the chorus. As we head into the middle eight, we see him running down the fretboard and dropping onto the real low-end notes to cap that downward progression. When you're in minor chords and you build out into a major break, you release that tension wonderfully. We then see that slide back into the high synth pad and the guitar dropping back out of the lead to recreate the tension back into the verses, so that Tension and release, tension and release is a really core part of this song and something that really sort of picks it up and elevates it above some of the other tracks on the album. And we talked on on a couple of songs earlier about building that tension, but never really releasing it and keeping it high and keeping it sort of really intense. And so we have a lot of tension in this song, but it is released as we go into that major progression, which just changes the sort of the dynamic of the whole song and gives it more life. Stan Lynch's drums are another standout for me on this track. He's definitely given a little more room to add some flair to proceedings, which definitely isn't always the case on Heartbreakers records. Like the Wild One, we get more movement from the rhythm section than we do from the lead, and Stan gets to hit that kick drum more often than you usually find on the album. I really love the way the drums are miked and mixed on this one too. They sound bigger than pretty much any other track than Breakdown off the debut album. We also have some nice flams on the snare in there, and Stan's typical killer hi-hat control that works really well with Ron's kick-ass bass line. On most of the Heartbreakers' best songs, Mike Campbell is sent to stage in some way, but on Fooled Again, he does what all the very top musicians do, and gets well out of the way of the song when he doesn't need to be playing. What he does provide is that shimmering, shining guitar tone in the bridge, and then again during the outro, but he doesn't overplay anything, and just accentuates what the rhythm section and Benmont are pushing. The bridge in this song really reminds me of an English band named Sad Café who came to prominence around the same time as the Heartbreakers. They had very similar grooves and could switch to that really major chord swing in, a, in, a, in that same uplifting way. Check them out. I'll maybe include um, a link or two in the, uh, in the episode notes. Time once again for some petty trivia. So, last week, I asked you, which two Tom Petty bandmates share a birthday that was celebrated on September 16th? The answer is Ron Blair, who was born in 1948 in San Diego, California, and Tom Ledden, the rhythm guitarist from Mudcrutch, who was born in Rosemount, Minnesota, in 1952. Ron left the Heartbreakers in 1981, after the release of Hard Promises, returning after the untimely death of Howie Epstein in 2003. Tom Ledden's brother Bernie was one of the founding members of the Eagles and Tom toured with Linda Ronstadt as her bassist. He's also credited by Tom Petty as one of the main reasons he moved to LA to try to make it in the music industry. Today's question is this, which two Tom Petty songs feature the following lines? I remember feeling this way, you can lose it without knowing. So two Tom Petty songs with the same lyric, what are they? Okay, back into the song. Fooled Again was recorded by the Heartbreakers as a band proper, but also saw Jeff Gerard sit in on guitar. The band moved to a different studio for that song because Denny Cordell apparently liked the location. The track was recorded at the old Warner's studio on the Warner's Lot in Hollywood. It was heavily unionized, though, and the engineers took a break every three hours. The Heartbreakers didn't stay long and only recorded the one song there because, as Tom says in Conversations with Tom Petty, it was just too grown up. Fooled Again is one of those songs that really sticks with you. I think the B side of this album overall is incredibly strong and closes with one of the greatest rock and roll songs ever written. But Fooled Again sits perfectly in the track 7 slot, solidifying the idea that this is a band that isn't just another brash, throwaway flash in the pan, but a group of serious musicians fronted by a songwriter of immense potential. It's another track that is on pretty much every serious Tom Petty fan's playlist and would be one of the most commonly cited deep cuts. It's one of my favourite tracks on the album and I'd argue one of the best sounding in terms of mix and balance. Well, we're done again and I really don't know where the time goes. So it's now time for me to rate Fooled Again. I think the hardcore fans will likely agree with me on this and more casual listeners will maybe wonder whether I'm being kind but Fooled Again is a straight 9 out of 10 for me. Why is it not a 10? Well, the only reason I'll hold back that distinction is because it's on the same album as American Girl and Breakdown. It was a sometimes reprised live track, even up to 2013, and again, a song that I absolutely love, but is it Tom Petty at his absolute best, at the absolute top of his game? I don't know I can stretch quite that far. If I was doing half points, I'd maybe go to 9.5 out of 10, but it's a really solid 9, flirting with a 10. It's flirting to the point that doors should be closed, and parents should be out of the house, but... I'm okay with a 9 out of 10. Actually, it's probably a 10, and would be for most artists, but you have to remember that Tom Petty went on to write some benchmark songs in the genre. So, 9 it is, and I don't want to hear another word about it. I'm just joking, of course I want to hear another word. If you don't agree with me, tell me, tell me why. So again, thanks for the feedback you've been leaving. Um, I love hearing from you all, and getting some tips for what I can talk about moving forward. Don't forget to follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at The Tom Petty Project, or at Tom Petty Project on Twitter. Uh, And if you like the little guitar licks that, that are peppered throughout the episodes, go check out my best friend, Randy Woods. You can find his music on all your streaming platforms. Check out Space Queen or Bottom End Machine, both of which I'll leave links to in the episode notes and are featured on Randy's latest album. Also, if you haven't heard of Jake Thistle, go check him out too. He's a young musician who has covered a lot of Heartbreakers tunes and he's a welcome break from the sort of relentless Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran cloning factory that seems to have overtaken the male singer-songwriter genre these days. I'll put a link to one of his vids in the episode notes too. Until we meet again next week, keep listening to and sharing Tom's music, try to be kind, try to say I love you to someone at least once a day, and stay safe and healthy. I'll be back with you next week to talk about track 8 on the debut album, Mystery Man. (music) Bye-bye.